Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a Spaghetti Heads mini-soda. That was a really fancy introduction. Thank you. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> So a couple nights ago, I was lying in bed, and is it dirty? My bed. The no. story. Oh okay. no! <laughs> no, it's not dirty. So I'm laying in bed, and I'm like, <clears throat> just laying with looking up at the ceiling as I do sometimes, and I'm contemplating life at 2 a.m. And there's this giant spider, like literally the size of a dinner plate, like crawling on my ceiling. And as soon as I see it, it like startles me. That's and some I, Harry Potter shit. Yeah, it is literally Aragog 2.0. And I jump, like, leap over my husband's body onto the floor next to him and from our king-size bed. So I don't – I still – we were talking about this. I don't know how I could clear – And we both I, know you're not athletic, so this – Well, like, from a fully relaxed – well, yes. From a fully relaxed laying down position to clearing him and landing on the floor next to him. And he, like – kind of leans over and like half like catches me because he's not really sure what's happening and he's like are you okay are you okay and I was like yeah 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 and I like look up spider's gone and I realize as I crawl back into bed and lay back down and my heart is like pounding and he's just like it's okay you're okay he's like half asleep he's like petting you he's like petting me like literally also sleeping um I realized I was having like a dream within a dream no this happens to me this happens to me from time to time um, where I, okay, you know what? It was either that or I was having sleep paralysis. I'm, and it's really hard to tell the difference. It's really I've never really had hard. either, so. It's really hard to tell if you're, but the thing is, the reason why I don't think it was sleep paralysis is because I was able to move. Whereas usually with sleep paralysis, it takes like way more effort. I just like effortlessly leapt over his body like a gazelle which makes me feel like it was a dream within a dream either way the spider was not real um but it made me and elizabeth i was like oh my gosh the weirdest thing happened to me the other night we should do an episode on like sleep disorders because i have like all of them not all of them i have a few of them though you definitely have insomnia that's for sure yeah i have a i am a like sleep therapist dream like i should do sleep studies and like get paid to participate because I could literally be so useful for science, I feel. Um, So, yeah, we thought we would do an episode on sleep disorders. One of those, we're not really sure if that episode was, um, that I had was dream within a dream. Was it sleep paralysis? Not really sure, but we're going to kind of like. Or is it just that you live in Florida and sometimes there there are spiders? There definitely was not a, no, this was the size of a What would you do? What would you do if it was a a real spider? spider the size of a dinner plate? I would. Would you mo- would you move would, or would you burn the house? Down? I'd burn my house. Those down, are your make, options. Make it look like an accident. Get the insurance money and rebuild the house. Oh, I like that move. Yeah, I've thought about yeah. this apparently. Um, You're like, screw the new deck. Yeah, for, forget the deck project. <laughs> I'm gonna burn whole, this mother down. We need a whole new house. <laughs> there's a giant spider in my ceiling. Um, so the five most common sleep disorders, and I know that you got a little more information, um, like in depth, but. The most common is insomnia, and I think that makes a lot of sense because yeah. I think people can suffer from, like, chronic insomnia, like I have my entire life, or they can suffer from just, like, 
you know, situational. Exactly. Like they're really stressed so they can't sleep at night. Like whatever. That makes a lot of sense. And then the second was sleep apnea, um, which Brandon also thinks I have sleep apnea. He says he hears me stop breathing in the middle of the night. And your dad has. Doesn't your mom have sleep apnea? My mom has definitely has sleep apnea. I have heard her like stop breathing in the middle of the night and then like continue breathing. But like it's been quite some time. I know your dad has sleep apnea. My dad has sleep apnea really, really bad. Like I've all like my entire childhood I just remember like my mom was very sleep deprived because he was so loud when he was sleeping but then like she could also was too anxious to fall asleep because while he was sleeping he would stop breathing and she would have to like wake him up and be like Tom wake up but then also he wasn't getting very good sleep because when you have sleep apnea you're literally not getting enough oxygen for your body to be able to like operate at a normal rhythm so yeah and that's why Brandon like I'm I'm tired a lot even the nights that I do sleep through the night and he thinks that that's like part of the problem did you know that I was I was doing my research I didn't include this in it because it's not like it just sounded like a like a pussy parasomnia but like um it it was called chronic sleepiness and I was like sounds like me I was like Like, always that always wanting to take a nap um speaking of sleepiness narcolepsy being the third most common sleep disorder which i don't know that many people with narcolepsy i think brandon could eventually develop narcolepsy and we will be the most hilarious old married couple ever because i'll be like watering the plants at 3 a.m and he'll be sleeping at 4 p.m <laughs> um and then the fourth one is restless leg syndrome which we've all seen the commercials and oh. then the fifth one is REM sleep disorder, which basically – that wasn't one that I heard you mention earlier when you no. were telling me your things. But I think that's because this is basically just – it seems like an umbrella term for anybody that, like, makes noise or, like, moves around in their sleep while they're while they're dreaming. So it says it's sometimes called dream enacting behavior. So it doesn't really, to me, honestly, seem like much of, like, a disorder, more of, like, a sleep behavior. But that, that's, like, seems very common. Like, a lot of people do that. Like, talk in their sleep or, like, will kick around if they're having a dream. You don't do that. You sleep like a dead person. I sleep with a, like, a dead person. And when I'm, when I'm drunk and asleep, I open my eyes when I'm and sleeping. it's terrifying. So, yeah, those are the five most common, like, in order of most common. But I know you had a little bit more information on them. Yeah. So, insomnia um, – and I do want – before I start getting into the details of this, I do want to point out that, like, as I was doing my research, the, they all had three common denominators for, like, causes of. So oh, Interesting. I'm yeah, going to so, check in all these boxes. <laughs> no, every single box you're going to be like, yep, um, as am I. So, it was – the first one was anxiety. Yeah. The second one was stress. Got it. And the third one was depression. Oh, feels like they know me. (laughs) (laughs) So insomnia is a sleep disorder in which you have trouble falling and or staying asleep. So it could be either. Um, And it's Or both in my case. Exactly. Short term or long term. So acute insomnia would be the short term and it lasts from one night to just a few weeks. And typically it's just situational and that one's going to be more associated with stress towards something specific in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Chronic insomnia happens when it's at least three nights a week um, for three months or more. So what's like seven nights a week your entire lifetime? The most chronic? Seven seven nights times 52 (laughs) weeks in a year times 28 years old. Yeah, it's a lot. Someone do the math. I was up last night from about midnight to 4 a.m. watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Kim, listen, Kim and Courtney were arguing. <laughs> they were arguing about a freaking Candyland birthday party. I'm like a few seasons behind. I was like, you need to get over yourselves, both of you. It just makes me feel better about myself. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, narcolepsy is a chronic sleep disorder. So I guess it has to be chronic, which actually, now that we're talking about narcolepsy, have you ever seen Rusty the Narcoleptic Dachshund? No, but I want to. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. We'll post it on our Instagram. It's yeah. super cute. Yeah. Oh my god, love. Um, so narcolepsy is a chronic sleep disorder characterized by overwhelming daytime drowsiness and sudden attacks of sleep. And I love that they use the word attacks. Sleep <laughs> because attack. Because if you've, if you've ever seen like a video, and it doesn't have to just be rusty, but of anybody that has narcolepsy, literally, it's just like a split second and they're out. Yeah. Um, so people with narcolepsy opt- often find it difficult to stay awake for long periods of time, regardless of the circumstances. It can cause serious disruptions in your daily routine. Um, and it's characterized by like excessive sleepiness, sleep paralysis, hallucinations, in some cases, episodes of cata- cataplexy or partial or total loss of muscle control, often triggered, often triggered by a strong emotion such as laughter, which could you imagine being in a room with, <laughs> being in a room with someone and they're just laughing so hard and all of a sudden they just fall asleep and like go limp yeah and they're done they're out yeah that would for be the weird night. yeah so it's really interesting too because I definitely struggle with insomnia but like I have done a lot because I also get sleep paralysis like probably I know maybe every other month like once every other month or so like on average um, and that sleep paralysis and narcolepsy, you have a correlation, but I'm I know, like, but it does, which is so strange though, because I'm like, but I don't like fall asleep mid sentence. I mean, it takes me forever to fall asleep. Whereas yeah. my husband, if he's tired enough, he'll fall asleep at a restaurant on the table. Like if he's that tired. Oh so. my God. <laughs> um, so narcolepsy occurs equally in men and women, and it's thought to affect around one in 2000 people. Um, so the symptoms start appearing in childhood or adolescence, but many people have symptoms of narcolepsy for years before getting proper diagnosis. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, hold on. I have to cough really bad. (coughs) COVID. (coughs) COVID. It's so COVID. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, next we're going to talk about sleep apnea. So it's, obstructive sleep sorry obstructive sleep apnea is a sleep disorder in which breathing is briefly and repeatedly interrupted during sleep the quote apnea in sleep apnea refers to a breathing pause that lasts at least 10 seconds obstructive sleep apnea occurs when the muscles in the back of the throat fail to keep the airway open despite efforts to breathe another form of sleep apnea is central sleep apnea in which the brain fails to properly control breathing during sleep. See, I think that would be what I would have. If I have sleep apnea, I don't think it's obstructive. It can cause fragmented sleep, low blood oxygen levels. Um, For people with sleep apnea, the combination of disturbed sleep and oxygen starvation may lead to hypertension, heart disease, mood and memory problems, um, and it can also increase the risk of drowsy driving, which, like, duh. Yeah, more than 18 people in America um, suffer from sleep apnea, and most of those are adults. It's very difficult to present. Sorry, it's very. It is very difficult at present to estimate the prevalence of childhood sleep apnea because of widely varying monitoring techniques. Okay, they just don't go to sleep t- clinics. It's fine. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and then. 
There are a number of factors that increase risk, including having a small upper airway or a large tongue, tonsils or uvula, uh, being overweight, having a recessed chin, a small jaw, Julie, or a large overbite and large neck size, me, um, 17 inches or greater in a man or 16 inches or greater in a woman. Oh, I'm going to have to measure my neck. I don't know. <laughs> the whole time I was reading this and they were talking about like um, the back of your throat not being wide enough to be able to let air, th- air flow. I just like kept thinking like I would just kept making oral sex jokes in my head. Um, so <laughs> I didn't get anything on restless leg syndrome or what was the other one you said? It was the REM sleep disorder, which, like I said, I feel like that's just an umbrella term for, like, talking in your sleep. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but restless leg syndrome, I think that I just remember I, the commercials. I think I do have that because Matt will kick me when he's trying to fall asleep. And he's like, stop moving. I'm constantly moving my legs when I'm falling asleep. could be asleep. it. Yeah. I definitely and don't so, have like, that. Or I do, like, you know how cats make biscuits? They, they need. Is that what that's called? Needing. I just know. It, I just know it is. They're making biscuits with their Get hands it? on blankets. Them's making some biscuits. They're making yeah. some biscuits. So I do that, but with my feet. So like I roll my feet, and like it's like soothing to me. I don't know. It's like I don't know. Interesting. You it should look into that. Feet. Probably. So um, the next one we're going to talk about is called sleepwalking, which I didn't know it was one word. Did you know that sleepwalking is one word? No, I also didn't know that wheelbarrow. It's not wheelbarrow. It's wheelbarrow. I learned that this week. Did you know that? Barrel? It's, it's wheel, you know, like a wheelbarrow? You call yeah. it a wheelbarrow? It's not a wheelbarrow. It's a wheelbarrow. I knew that. Google it. You knew that? No, I knew that. Wheelbarrow. No. No. Wheel... But, I, but, you, but you pronounce it wheel, wheelbarrow. I don't think so. You pronounce it wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. Go to Ace Hardware. It's, We're gonna it's ask the, the place with the helpful hardware, hardware folks. folks. They probably know. I literally, my friend texted me, do you have a wheelbarrow? And I saw it. I was like, wheelbarrow? I was like, she spelled that wrong. I Googled <laughs> it, and Google was like, wheelbarrow. And I was like, I've been living a lie. Because, ugh, I can't even get into it. What the hell is a barrow? And it's fucking, it's a wheelbarrow. And I'm done. <laughs> Moving on. Um, wait, before we get into sleepwalking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just keeping track of your ADD today. Keep going. Thank you. Keep Before going. we get into sleepwalking, I'm gonna I want to jump into this Psychology Today article that I found. Oh please. Um. So it talks about. I mean, this is like maybe obvious, especially if you have a Fitbit and it like tells you all your shit. But you got three basic brain states. You're either awake, you're in REM sleep, or you're in non-REM sleep. So that's about it. Um. You have your most vivid dreams while you're in REM while you're in REM sleep. Um, and that's the psychologically restorative sleep, um, which occurs with associations and with slow waves of REM. Don't really know what that means. So I guess REM sleep can have like, ah, like a nightmare, like maybe like fast waves are bad. And like the slow waves are like a nice dream you're having. I don't really know. Um, but it says that transitions between brain states can be only partial and incomplete. So you're like constantly like going through them. And that when the states are partial, when you're partially in one and the other, you get into a hybrid brain state. And that is what causes um, weird experiences. For example, sleep paralysis is a hybrid of REM and waking. 
So that is what happens when you're having sleep paralysis because you're in between REM sleep and you're in between being in REM sleep and being awake. It also talks about when we falsely believe we've woken up, but we're in fact, but in fact, we're still dreaming. The brain is moving towards the awake state. And for some reason it thinks it's arrived. So if some degree of activation of the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, it's a big one. Brandon, Brandon, are you there? Brandon, Brandon, no, he's a public, um, is the standard psychological (laughs) cue that the brain uses to think it's awake. Then it seems reasonable to argue that the clue can sometimes be used incorrectly. So basically the dream within a dream phenomenon is not only about being fooled that you're awake because there's still full on dreaming happening, but the dream within a dream requires some other explanation that it's a mere redescription of a partial waking. So I guess what they're saying is it, it, we're still looking for reasons why in your dream, you're dreaming that you're waking up. Leonardo DiCaprio is the only person that knows enough about sleep. That's absolutely true. But you can go into sleepwalking because I know that you did some really – there's some spooky shit. There is some that's spooky some shit. We're going to get into – we're about to get into some spooky shit because there's some, some spooky shit with sleep from sleep paralysis too. Yes. So sleepwalking is a behavior, um, a behavior disorder that originates during sleep, deep sleep and results in walking or performing other complex behaviors while asleep. Um, it's much more common in children than it is in adults. And it's more often going to be occurring in someone that is sleep deprived. So because a sleepwalker typically remains in deep sleep throughout the episode, he or she may be difficult to awaken during the sleepwalking actions and will probably not remember the sleepwalking incident. Um, It usually involves more than just walking during sleep. It's a series of complex behaviors that are carried out while sleeping. The most obvious which is walking, but some range from like sitting up in bed, looking around, walking around the room or the house, like leaving the house, driving long distances, which like, what the fuck? Um, it's a common misconception that a sleepwalker should not be awakened. So in fact, it can be quite dangerous not to wake a sleepwalker because it seems that they could do more damage while they're sleepwalking than they could in the like four seconds that it's going to take their brain to register that they're waking up. Um, the prevalence of sleepwalking in the general population is estimated to be between 1% and 15%. So the onset or persistence of sleepwalking in adulthood is common and is usually not associated with any significant underlying psychiatric or psychological problems. Common triggers for sleepwalking include sleep deprivation, sedative agents. So like alcohol, um, febrile illness. Am I saying that right? Febrile, febrile. Cerebral? No, it says F-E-B-R-I-L-E. Febrile illness. I don't know. And certain medications. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I used to sleepwalk when I was little. But I would only sleepwalk when I was outside of my normal... um, Like when I was sleeping in a new environment, I would sleepwalk. So every summer, my... Oh, it's just, sorry. Febrile illness is just an illness that causes a fever. That's all. Oh. Um... So could have just said that. They could have just said that. I know. I'm like, <laughs> so um, every summer we would spend the, like my mom would drive me and my sisters down to my grandparents' house in South Florida, and we would spend the entire summer there pretty much. And their house was like built in the like mid '60s, mm-hmm. and it was two story, like just like a basic house and but the stairs were really really steep and really really narrow um 
so there's probably like 15 or 20 stairs and when I was there like this first or second night every time like I would the next morning like I would go to bed upstairs in my bedroom and I would wake up downstairs in my grandpa's recliner the next day hmm, that's creepy. and I couldn't remember how I got there and my mom would come down and be like yeah I just found you here wow so it's not a very interesting sleepwalking story but I used to sleepwalk so um some spooks when it comes to sleepwalking um it's called homicidal somnambulism hmm. or murder by sleepwalking yeah i want to hear about this i'm very curious to know <laughs> now is ambient usually involved or not yes. really okay no, i don't know it depends okay. so between the 1800s and 2005 there were 69 court cases involving homicidal somnambulism um and typically, uh, these court cases were acquitted, ruling insanity because um, the well, scientists. I hope so. Yeah, like you asleep. Well, I know, but it's just like it's crazy because what if you like? Could you imagine being a victim of someone stating that they were just sleepwalking, but really, your spouse was just psychotic and killed you, and then just was ruled under insanity because they were sleepwalking. That's awful. It is terrible. I don't trust people, clearly. But yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Kenneth Parks case um, in the 1980s. So Kenneth Parks, in, I think it was in 87, he was fired. His uh, employers had been doing some embezzling. So his company was going under, but he got fired. And he told his wife. And he found out that his wife told her parents. Um, I guess it was just... And he, I guess, they didn't want her to want them yeah, to know. Yeah, or it was just was maybe something that they wanted to do together or something. But um, so he fell asleep on the couch in his house watching SNL. Which, like, how do you fall asleep while you're watching SNL? I don't know how that's possible. Literally, um, not so a he thing. slept. Yeah, so he was in, in the '80s, especially like it was in its prime. Yeah. Um, so the he... Wesley Arms was that the '80s? No. <laughs> it was not. It was not. Do you hear them? Was it drums? What does he say? It was drums. <laughs> so um, was it he... in our minds? We'll never Julie! know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I so, love Will Ferrell. Moving on. I know. On. So on. he he fell asleep watching SNL, and then he sleptwalked around his house and drove to his parents-in-law's house, like drove to their house while sleeping. Oh, okay. And murdered them i don't know if i believe him that he was asleep and driving he stabbed his mother-in-law and strangled his father-in-law um and then just like kind of roamed around their house for a little while after Creepy. yeah and um the like his siblings-in-law like the um the kids that were still living at home with his mother-in-law and parent and mother-in-law and father-in-law were able to like capture him and like put him in a bedroom and like lock him in there they were able mm. to like get him to like walk into a bedroom and they like locked him in there and called the police um so he was acquitted um ruled insanity um with like undergoing assistance to make sure that he was getting the right like mental care for this um right so sorry my battery 
is like going low on my computer. So um, he, his case was uh, pretty significant because he actually was able to help scientists see sleep as a quote local phenomenon um, and force them to study harder on sleepwalking in general um, as well as sleep talking and other disorders uh, learning that parts of the brain can be awake while others are asleep and I will Mm. say I feel like I believe this guy because I guess I was reading some of the court documents and the jury was saying that they like because he, because because he pled not guilty, so it went to trial. The jury said that they were like literally in tears the entire time because he was mm. so like upset that he had done this. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's how <coughs> I think. I don't know. I guess that's a tough one, but I I'd want to believe the person. You right, especially if it's your husband. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? Absolutely. That is kind of interesting, though. I mean, I would imagine, like, sleepwalking orders are, like, you just are asleep in your own house and, like, are killing. Like, it's the getting in the car and the driving thing. And, like, it all seems very oddly specific. But I don't know. Who knows? I just don't know how someone can get in a car and drive So when you're sleepwalking, are your, eyes, are your eyes open? When you're sleepwalking, are, they, I would are your ass- eyes closed? I would assume so. Yeah, no, I would assume that they're open. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think back to that scene from Step Brothers. Their eyes are closed, and that I was just thinking about that. They're definitely closed. But that movie's like a comedy. Like I think they're trying. To I know. I just said that movie's a comedy. Like anybody wouldn't like. Know. I didn't Brothers. know that Step Brothers <laughs> is not like a biopic about a about a hey, bunch Julie, of family. What's the genre of Step Brothers? I've it's been a, wondering. It's a drama. It's a drama. Um, by it's historical bio. fiction. It's historical fiction about about blending families. Very important. oh, good, good, good. He didn't want the salmon. He said he didn't want salmon. Four times. So sleep paralysis, Paral- yes. analysis paralysis. Not really analysis paralysis. Um. I obviously was saying I experienced this like pretty frequently and um, it's basically the definition is just like the inability to move or talk despite being aware of your environment Um, when you're and it can either happen as you're falling asleep or when you're waking up and I get both like I literally there was a couple years ago I was in the house that we lived in on 6th Street, mm-hmm. and I saw this, like, hooded creature, like, lurking Stop. at me from the corner. No, literally. Stop it. And I could not Which move. corner? By the door or by the closet? By the door in my bedroom. <gasps> and so mm. I, like, couldn't move, and it was, like, coming at me. And, and I, like... Was, was it fast or slow? Of... It's weird, because it was moving quickly, but time seemed really slow, because okay. it seemed like forever that I couldn't right. move, but it never got to me before I finally was able to move enough to turn my light on. Okay. Once yeah, I turn yeah. the light on, like obviously my room lights up, it disappears. But I left the light. I was up the rest of the night. I did not go back to sleep. It was so scary. And I would think that that happened maybe as I was like, because I'm up all night. Like when I go to right. sleep, it takes me forever to fall asleep. I'm usually up throughout the night. I wake up here and there, whatever. I must have been waking up and like ha- and hallucinated and then was like in that awake state of like waking up sleep paralysis but I've also gotten it when I'm falling asleep too um 
which is just as uncomfortable and kind of that is really weird because my eyes <laughs> I've done it's happened to me where my eyes behind my eyelids are in REM but my brain's awake so I feel my eyes doing rapid eye movement and yeah. I'm, I'm conscious but my eyes are in it's I don't like that at all it's the free but, I, don't like I mean that. my eyes are closed but I'm like laying there and like my eyes are remming because I'm falling into the girl you sleep. are remming girl you are remming my eyes are in rem because I'm falling asleep but I can't like either break into sleep or break into consciousness and I'm oh, just like frozen that. there for like maybe like two minutes or so until I it, and with that what works for me is if I tell myself like just try to move your big toe like just try to move your big toe and then try to move the next toe and then once I can get some like wiggle in my foot I can move the rest of my body is it and a I, like, crampy feeling up. like when like your toes cramp or like when you sleep with your arm up and then you lose no, all your blood like is it a... literally like your body feels heavy and like it can't move like like you're like it, it literally feels to me like like your peril like what being paralyzed would feel like, like you're Just, pinned like, to the completely... bed like you can't move yeah, yeah like your muscles have no strength like like I can be like Ugh, like I like want to like pick my arm up or whatever and like move my body but I can't and like the lack of being able to open my eyes is always weird um and that only comes with like I said like I start to move my foot or whatever and then the rest of me can I know a lot of people when they get sleep paralysis too they'll say that like it feels like someone's like sitting on their chest yeah or that they're suffocating them I think that's only happened to me like once that's not really something I get a lot um the the being awake during rapid eye movement thing is always freaky though like that is weird and it's like annoying because it's so strange. I'm so used to, to this happening to me that when I get it, especially in the morning while I'm waking up, it's not so bad. It doesn't alarm me anymore. I'm not in REM sleep. I just can't move. So I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just go back to sleep and I'll wake up in a few minutes. So I'll be fine. And then I just like tell my brain to go back to sleep and then I wake up and it's fine. But when I when I get it while I'm falling asleep at night, being stuck in that in that REM with my eyes, but my brain being awake is like, it's a very hectic feeling. Yeah. And then I'm just like stuck in that hectic feeling for two minutes and I hate it. So that's Ugh. my, that's my personal experience. And it probably happens to me, like I said, maybe once every other month or so. So like maybe five, six times a year, five, five to seven times a year, maybe. And it's a total wild card, whether it's going to be when I'm waking up or falling asleep or like what the deal is going to be. And who knows, two nights ago, the spider definitely could have been either a dream within a dream, or maybe I was having sleep paralysis while I was waking up and I hallucinated. I have no idea. No idea. Ooh, the biggest mis- the biggest mystery is how did I clear my husband's entire body so swiftly like as a gazelle? Let's I do put not a video know. camera in there and see literally we again. probably should do that. And I also feel so bad for Brandon because he didn't have to work today, so or or yesterday either. So that was good for him. But like on the days that he has to work the next day and stuff, and I'm like having sleep problems in the middle of the night. <laughs> but he has to deal with me. Like I feel so bad. I mean, I'll jump out of bed. I'd be like, there's beetles crawling on the door. And he's like, no, there's not. You need to go back to sleep. Like, it's bad. I mean, I, I jump out of bed, turn the lights on. Like, I mean, it's so bless him for putting up with me. Didn't you say your sister had a sleep paralysis story? She did, yeah. And um, before I tell it, I want to mention, I don't know if anyone has seen Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Love. Have you seen it? Love yes. that movie or the show. I just rewatched it for the third time. Oh, my God. It's I should so rewatch good. it. It's so, so, so good. Every time I think of sleep paralysis, though, I think of Nell in that show because yeah, 
I mean, I know ultimately we find out that it's not necessarily, I mean, it is that, but it's not at the same time. So, so yeah. But. And it's, um, not only that, well, so, and I can watch it. I can watch the haunting at Hill house and that doesn't bother me. I started season two of, um, what's the one where season one's got Jessica Beale and she stabs the guy on the beach. You should watch it. You'd, you'd love it. Um, gosh, it's on Netflix right now. The Sinner. So oh. the center season one of the center on Netflix, pretty good if you like spooky like crime type stuff. You yeah. actually Elizabeth, you'd love it. It's totally right up your alley. Ooh. So um, season one of the center I watched, it was good. I get to season two, and I'm like literally, I'm the first episode in, and a girlfriend of mine is like, uh, sleep paralysis is the major theme in this one. You shouldn't watch it because like I guess a little boy in it has sleep paralysis and sees Aww. like the sleep demon. No. And I'm like, but, but the see that is like a direct, like sleep paralysis reference. And I can't like, it does freak me out if there's, I love scary movies, but if there's ever like a scary movie about sleep paralysis, like I want to watch it. It's so scary. The whole, yeah. like, I mean, I can't, I really hope that I never have to experience it. I'm sorry that you have to deal with it. I'm so used um, to it. <laughs> you're like, I like the Beatles on my Yeah, door. It's, it's fine. fine. It's all good. So my sister did send me a personal story. So, um, her description she was like you feel like you're awake but you can't move you can't breathe you can't speak and no one else can tell that you're awake uh her story yeah, was that yeah accurate. she said one time uh we and the we was me her my mom and my dad she said we were in a hotel room in atlanta for a wedding and i had an episode everyone else in the room was asleep but in my paralysis so oh wait everyone in the room Everyone else in the room was asleep, but in my paralysis, all the lights weren't on in the room. She was awake, but she couldn't move. She couldn't speak. And the next thing she knew, she said a masked man was standing over her bed trying to strangle her. She said, I couldn't scream. I couldn't fight him off. All I could do was try my hardest to move my foot and try to wake you up. So she was, like, moving her foot, like, because me and her were sleeping in the same bed. So she, I guess she was trying to move and wake me up with her foot. So eventually by trying hard enough, I woke myself up out of it, but then I didn't want to go back to sleep. Yeah. She said for her, it started the summer that she studied abroad in college. So right before she left for Italy, um, she said she still gets it sometimes. And she asked her doctor about it when, back when it started. And she said it was stress induced just because she was like leaving the country for the first time for a long period of time. But again, just change of scenery. Um, obviously we were, we live in Florida. We were visiting Atlanta. She was in a hotel room. So maybe it was just like, you know, she knew she was going to be leaving the country for a long time. She was uncomfortable, but she was also at that time in a different space than she normally would be while she's sleeping. And it was just stress induced. But yeah, um, she said that normally whenever she gets sleep paralysis, most of the time there's going to, there's a figure like that that's coming towards her. That's trying to strangle her. That's just really, really scary. Yeah. The figure thing, I only experienced it like, once like that one or if I have experienced it other times in sleep paralysis I don't remember what's yeah. interesting about that though is like there are a lot of common themes with like like I said like mine was like a dark hooded type like swoopy kind of thing and like that's a dementor like a, yeah like literally kind of like that except for not as graceful because it was like okay. lurching at me um Got it. so and that's apparently a very common image that a lot of people that have sleep paralysis see. So there's some people that are like, oh, if you have sleep paralysis, like you're haunted by the same demon. And I think, I think it's that we all, 
as humans like see similar scary images like we yeah. all i mean a lot of people share common like images that scare them right or that they think are scary and i think like a dark hooded figure would be scary to anybody so i think that that i, I just logically i think that that's got to be like what it is i don't know i think it makes sense i think it's just interesting that everything sleep related kind of has the common denominators of like stress anxiety depression like it all kind of starts with your mental health and just making sure that you're again being kind to yourself right but I mean for some people a lot of things are genetic as well so yeah and I don't know if anybody else in my family really deals with sleep paralysis on as regular of a basis sleep is just something that we don't really know that much about I feel like we observe it a lot but it's not something that's like a total science because you can't really study the unconscious. Spooky. spooky. Subconscious? Spook? I don't think so. Spooky. It's a spook. Um, so, yeah. So, if anybody has any of these fun sleep things, DM us. We want to, we want to hear from you. We want to hear if you have your... A really, if you have a really scary sleep yeah. paralysis story or, like, Give a night a terror. Spooky, or a spooky sleepwalking story. Like, maybe, you're, maybe your sister was standing over your bed being a spook spook. I don't know. Something. I kind of want to, um, now I kind of want to prank Matt. Oh, oh God. And then you should. Please do. Oh God, and then do we'll, when, when we can report back and hear about it. Should I do it tonight? Yeah, you should do it tonight. He'll never, he doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. He would never know that it's coming. He'll never know. He'll oh never my know. God. Wear a, wear a, or set a camera up and freak him out. Okay. I'll I use would, my work phone. I would die. I would die. Oh my god! So okay, well, you can email us at spaghettiheadspodcast at outlook dot com. Follow us mm-hmm. on Instagram at spaghettiheadspodcast. Spaghetti underscore heads. Spaghetti oh underscore no, that's heads. In- oh, sorry. Instagram is spaghettiheadspodcast. Yeah. Twitter is Twitter, spaghetti, spaghetti underscore, underscore heads. heads. Tweet tweet tweet. And those are all of our outlets. Don't forget to send us your embarrassing stories. We've got yes. some piling up for our next please, one. Please, please, please. And. <laughs> I knew we were forgetting something. Clinkity clink. <laughs>